everyone, so I'm going to tell you about the story of my family for my AP World Class end of the year project. I have collected five different life stories of members of my family, and my goal for you is to be able to compare and contrast their life throughout the different decades. First, I'd like to thank my grandma and friend for helping me with this project. She is not very good with technology, so setting up a Zoom call was not possible, but throughout this podcast, I'll be quoting some of the things she said. The first life story I am going to cover is called The Wallet. This is a story of Clément Léon-Max He was born in Villefort in the Lozère, and this region is located in the Middle East of France. He was born in 1885, which seems like a long time ago, but again, time is relative. He was the 10th child out of 12 to be born. Both of his parents were farmers, so he did not come from a wealthy family. Even though they did not come from a wealthy family, they had a very successful life. And I'm talking about the children had a successful life. The first child became a doctor, the second an engineer, the third a lawyer, and the fourth and fifth became teachers, while the rest became farmers. Clément never went to school, so he never learned how to read or write. But he did get married to my great-great-grandmother. On the other hand, she was well-educated and even got a degree in college. Now, I find this part to be interesting, especially since tree women did not have many rights and did not have a really good access to education, so it's interesting to see she was, she was more educated than him. Even though um, he never went to school, he was still able to serve in the military when World War I came around. So when he left, his wife was pregnant with their third son. She stayed behind at the farm to take care of the kids while he was gone. They were only able to communicate with letters. The only problem was that he could read or write. For that reason, he had to ask fellow soldiers to help him communicate with his wife. But as you know, nothing comes for free, so he had to return favors. Um, they had to run across the battlefield to get their food every day, which was a very dangerous task. Now the food was pretty simple, it was just soup every day. Um, so every day someone different went and grabbed the food, except one day it was the turn of the soldier who wrote letters for Clément that had to go grab the famous soup. But that soldier did not feel like going, so he told Clément to go grab the soup for him to return a favor of him writing letters to Clément's wife. So he went to grab the food, but he got shot on the way there. Luckily, a miracle happened. The bullet hit his wallet, where a picture of Jesus Christ and a metal cross happened to be. That metal cross saved his life as it stopped the bullet. Unfortunately, on the way back to the trenches, he got shot and died on March 5, 1915, at only 30 years old. Next up is a story of great technological advancements. Louise Chevray, also born in villefort lozère was one of three daughters. At the age of 18, she left to go to Paris as a nanny. To travel, the only available way to do that long trip was to use a stagecoach. So she used one and she stayed there for a while before making her way back down to the south of France where she was a nanny for Mr. de Fer, which is which was the mayor of Marseille. 
Now, Marseille is a very important city to me as it is the place I was born. It is beautiful, so if you ever get to visit France, definitely go and visit Marseille. So after she worked as a nanny her whole life, once she was 93 years old, she took a plane for the first time. So she went from using a stagecoach to seeing cars being developed to flying in a plane. That's just crazy to think about. This truly shows advancements made during that century. The third story will be about my grandma's grandpa on her dad's side. His name was Manuel Cardona. He was born... I'm so sorry, I just had the most French accent there. He was born in Oran, in Algeria. He was born to rich parents that cultivated wine. Um, it's important to note that his parents are actually from Spain. So this is just a little background about him. Um, once he reached his late teen years, Algeria became dominated by France. But the good thing for Manuel was that his dream was to become French. But to do so, he had to serve in the French military. His parents were not very accepting and didn't want him to go serve in the military. But he was determined to do so, so at the end of the day, he did. After joining the army, the Battle of Gallipoli started. Due to this battle, the family's um, hereditary goods greatly decreased in value. After his military service, he became a lawyer. But I would like to say and take some time to explain how he had a very interesting take on life. His kids did not receive any goods from the family. They did not receive money. They didn't get anything. They needed to work for what they wanted. He was also a very strict parent. Even when it came to education, my grandma's dad was pulled out of school by his dad at the age of 12. My great-grandpa had to teach himself how to do many things. He became an engineer and spy on his own. That's amazing to think about, just putting in the work and achieving things that would normally take school but doing it on your own. The last story I will tell you about is one of my dad. Frédéric Jean-Denis Gérard Roche was born on October 27, 1966 in Tours. Tours is a city located in the north of France. It's on the west, I would say. It's western. Um, he is the son of an engineer and a teacher. He was a good kid growing up and never caused any issues. At around six years old, his family moved to Spain, where he attended school there and tried to learn Spanish, but it was not easy for him to learn Spanish at first, so his parents transferred him to a French school where his mom worked. Later on, they moved back to Marseille, um, which again is where I was born and where my dad grew up the rest of his life. When he moved back, he struggled a lot with school, and that's when he discovered he had a bad um, type of dy dyslexia. I was just very, very difficult for him. He worked very hard to correct and fix that issue, which he did. And um, to talk a little bit more about him, he was a swimmer, hiker, and competitive fencer. He went to medical school where he became a doctor of psychiatry, which surprised a lot of people. 
this uh, concludes my stories. It's really fascinating to compare the lives and see how far we've come as a society and as a family for me. I've seen how um, they've moved from place to place and how it affected how I'm growing up now. You know, it's just, it all connects together and it's very interesting to see.